and welcome to Raising Foodies, a podcast from babies and myself, Catherine Lipp, registered nutritionist and specialist in infant and early childhood nutrition. This podcast is here to provide you with evidence-based weaning advice and offer a helping hand to any parent who is embarking on the wonderful weaning journey. Now in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about suitable first textures. So we have already talked about what foods are important first foods for your little ones and why those foods and those flavours are important for developing your baby's eating habits. Um, And following on from that, I think it's also really important to discuss first textures too. Um, Now I want to say before we start is that you can head to the show notes for a really useful image um, which shows you some examples of um, suitable purees, Um, it also shows you an example of a mashed food and of a suitable first finger food as well and I'm going to talk you through each of those textures in this podcast but if you want to head to our show notes on the baby's website um, to look at that image before you listen then that could be helpful, if not please do go and have a look at that after um, you've listened to this podcast and that will just really bring everything that I'm saying about textures to life. So why is texture so important? Um, Well up until the point of weaning your baby has been used to a completely milk-based diet so a fluid-based diet and therefore any sort of solid food is going to feel really very different and very unusual for your baby in their mouth. Texture is such a big sort of sensory input and I think it's really important to remember the whole way through weaning and feeding your your baby beyond uh, infanthood as well that feeding is such a massive learning curve. Um, You know weaning really really is more than just about the food that your baby is eating it's about learning all of the skills so we're not just focusing on the flavors um those are going to be really unusual for your baby but also the textures are going to be really unusual for your baby as well and that sensory input is a big deal so if we take a little step back and we start to understand that foods look a bit weird to your baby um they might smell a bit odd um it feels a bit strange and like nothing that they've had in their mouths before and also it tastes a bit weird then we can really start to appreciate how challenging weaning is for babies and I think that can be a really useful thing to remind yourself um, because as parents there's so much pressure on us to think about what nutrition they're getting and how much they're eating and are they accepting the vegetables and we tend to really overlook Um, how challenging this journey is for your baby so just take a little step back uh, um, at times that you feel your baby is is struggling with food and think about all of these weird sensory inputs that your baby is having to process um, and receive um, whilst weaning and that can just really help you to kind of follow your baby's lead follow their cues and offer them lots of reassurance um, a bit like what we talked about in our last episode Um, So with the flavour of food, we were thinking about developing exposure to those new flavours and building some exposure to those all important savoury and bitter flavours if we can. But with the texture of foods, we are focusing more on developing your baby's feeding skills. Um, and texture plays a really important part in developing your baby's feeding skills so when your baby um, 
is firstborn and they are having a completely milk-based diet, they are sucking from the breast or from the bottle and sucking is an innate reflex that your baby knows how to do. It's not a learned skill. It's not something that they need to be taught. It's not something that they need practice at before they can master it. It's a reflex and your baby's tongue um, for sucking has to move kind of in an up and down motion and also in and out. So it will protrude in and out, but it will also go up and down to manipulate the bottle or the breast so that they can get their milk out. And babies are very good at doing this from birth. As I say, it's an innate reflex that they're all born with. With the introduction of solid foods, we want to build on these feeding skills and we want to increase that tongue motion. Um, And this is something that is a learned skill. Um, so they will need practice and they will need time and you know practice makes perfect so we want to encourage that tongue now not just to go up and down um, and move in and out but also we want their tongue to move from side to side in more of a lateral direction and we want the tongue and the jaw to be slightly coordinated so that your baby can manipulate food around the mouth before they swallow and this is a really tricky skill and it requires a lot of practice um so at first the tongue will move only very slightly from side to side in that kind of lateral direction but with more practice and with more control the tongue will eventually learn to move across the midline over the gums and eventually will extend into either cheek Um, and as these skills develop then your baby's tongue can learn to move food from one side across to the other side of the mouth Um, and as that those movements become more defined the tongue and jaw will allow sort of more sweeping or cleaning movements if you like of the lips the palate the tongue and inside the cheeks and that means that your baby then has the skills uh, and is able to um move particles of food um gather it and position that food on the tongue before swallowing so they can really sort of clean clear their mouth out of all of that food position it on the tongue and then swallow and that process is really important for being a competent eater later on but as you can probably tell that it's quite involved there's quite a lot of manipulation going on there with uh, the mouth the tongue and the jaw all coordinating together to be able to um, become experts in manipulating that food around so um, it is quite a, a tricky um, process and it's something that your baby needs to learn to do and the only way they're going to learn to do that and to be able to practice that skill is if we offer them the right types of textures Um, it's almost like you know if we don't offer the right types of texture in terms of food it's like asking you to learn how to drive without giving you a car to practice in so we need to make sure that the textures of the foods are appropriate for your baby's stage of development um, so that they can practice these skills build on them and gradually cope with more and more foods so if we offer purees to begin with that are super runny um, super liquidy a bit like the texture of, of single cream that's not too different to the milk that your baby has been used to already so far and your baby actually then doesn't have to do a lot of work um, with their, their tongue manipulation we're not giving them the right tools to practice those skills of manipulating the tongue um to to do to build on those those that tongue development and that jaw development um and so we want to make sure that we're offering slightly thicker purees um 
probably still purees that are, are relatively smooth but when you think about those kind of first textures it's a good idea to um, offer thicker purees that will sit up on the spoon a little bit more so that means that they're going to require a little bit more work with your baby's tongue and jaw to manipulate them around the mouth um, before they swallow and that's great for building those feeding skills so think about a texture um, a bit like smooth mashed potato it sits up on the spoon in a little mound and if I was to turn that spoon upside down it wouldn't necessarily fall straight off the spoon um, it might stay there it's a bit more sort of claggy and uh, will will stick to that spoon and I might need to just give that spoon a little flick to get it off the spoon and eventually it would fall off in one big dollop um, so it's very different to having something that's really runny um, and liquidy like single cream whereas if I was I was had a spoonful of, of single cream and I turned my spoon upside down it would obviously all just dribble off um, the spoon quite quickly so there's a big difference there in that texture and that sort of thicker but still smooth texture where it sits up in a little mound on your baby spoon is what we want to aim towards for your first textures and as I say if you go to the baby show notes on our website for this episode you will see um, the first image on the left hand side is a really good example of that kind of texture where it's a smooth puree but it's quite thick and it sits up on the spoon a little bit more and how you achieve a texture like that is to um, use something like a handhold blender or a food processor or other types of blenders to blitz that food up until you get that smooth kind of thick puree. So if, for example, you were using broccoli or cauliflower as your food, um, I would steam or boil that vegetable until it's soft enough all the way through and then use um, my blender. It could be a handheld blender um, or a blender that you put the food inside to whiz up that food and create the smooth purees. If you don't have a blender, that's not a problem. Um, you can actually create really good purees just by pushing the food through um, a sieve with a spoon. So again, I would I would steam or boil my broccoli or cauliflower until it was really soft and then pop it through the sieve just pushing it through with a wooden spoon and that's going to create um, a nice thick puree with no lumps but still give you that kind of thick puree that will um, sit up on the spoon a little bit more um, and for foods that are already soft they won't need requiring they won't require cooking so something like ripe avocado for example you can just blend that straight away or push it through your sieve to create that right texture um, not all foods will need boiling or steaming first only if they are too hard um, and, and they need softening first um some foods especially fruits and vegetables with a higher water content so things like spinach or green beans berries melon for example really sort of watery um fruits or vegetables they because they contain much more water when you make a puree with those foods they will automatically be much runnier than the texture that I have described that sort of thick texture that we want to sit up on the spoon um, they are automatically going to be runnier and it's absolutely fine to offer runnier purees like that 
um, from time to time. But my advice would be to make sure that you are still sometimes including those thicker purees, such as avocado, uh, the potato, broccoli, cauliflower, those types of vegetables with um, a slightly lower water content. So they produce that thicker texture and that is going to give your baby the opportunity to practice those skills of of manipulating that food around the mouth and using that tongue a little bit more Um, so don't worry if you're cooking with um, foods that are naturally much runnier um, as long as you are mixing that up at times with those thicker purees too if you would like to, you can actually thicken those runnier purees. So if you're doing fruits or vegetables with a high water content, something like spinach, for example, and you naturally get this very sort of watery puree, you could try mixing it with something that is going to thicken the puree. So for example, baby rice or baby porridge, or you could combine two different vegetables together um, if you wanted to. So something like adding potato to your spinach would be a good way to thicken that spinach up um, to get the right consistency for your little one. Just remember going back to um, our previous podcast about introducing first foods, just you need to remember to do one new ingredient at a time, um, just in case there's any kind of reactions. But if you've already offered potato in the past or you've already offered baby porridge then you can absolutely use that too as a a thickener for your runnier purees Um, now in the image on the show notes as well you'll also see what these foods look like in finger food form Uh, and I will be recording an entire episode on baby led weaning and everything you need to know about finger foods so please do look out for that episode later on in this series and that will be coming soon and that will contain some really detailed information about finger foods um, also the differences between gagging and choking um, which is a really common question um, that you may well have as you approach weaning so do look out for that one but just to touch on finger foods as we're talking about textures in this episode it is absolutely possible to offer finger foods to your baby as their first foods if you don't want to start with purees or if you would like to do a mixture of purees and finger foods um, offering Soft finger foods is another great way to give your baby the tools to practice those feeding skills Um, and finger foods can be offered from six months onwards. So if your baby is six months and you're starting to wean then finger foods are absolutely fine and perfectly suitable to, to offer. Um, and finger foods are possibly even more of a challenge for little ones because they require even more dexterity and skill to master but once again practice makes perfect and many babies will really enjoy the independence of having finger foods so they can be a really great option for first foods if you would like to try them and they're also a really great way to desensitize your baby's mouth to lumps so just as with purees you'll need to ensure that the foods are soft enough for your baby to eat um and I'll, I'll go into more detail about the textures um in the episode which really focuses on finger foods and baby led weaning but with your finger foods you'll want to aim for a texture that's soft enough for your baby to bite through with their gums um and so you can test that by pushing the food um together between your thumb and your forefinger and if you can easily break that food apart with your thumb and your forefinger you know that's the right 
kind of texture. You can almost imagine that your thumb and your forefinger are your baby's gums. And so again, if we use the examples like um, the cauliflower or the broccoli, again, I would steam it or boil it until it's soft enough that I could um, squeeze the, the broccoli florette or the cauliflower florette between my thumb and forefinger and it would fall apart quite nicely. You don't want it to be so soft and mushy that it falls apart as soon as you pick it up because then your baby's not going to be able to handle it quite so well. So you can refer to the examples in the show notes, that picture, um, and that will give you a good indication about the texture. Um, But that's essentially a good way to, to test the texture of your finger foods is between your thumb and your forefinger. So we've talked about creating that um, thicker texture as your baby's first foods. And we've also talked a little bit about um, finger foods as first first textures for your little one. Um, If you've seen the image in the show notes, you'll also see that there's a middle picture of each of those foods. um, And that demonstrates what a lumpier texture will look like. Um, And so the the middle image is not quite a puree. There are some very small soft lumps in there. And these foods have been prepared in the same way as you would cook for your purees or your finger foods, so that the foods have been boiled or steamed until they're really soft. But instead of blending those foods with a blender or pushing those foods through a sieve, what I've done there is I've simply mashed those foods with a fork or a potato masher. And what that means is that it's not a puree. There are still some small soft lumps throughout that food. Um, And so once you have exposed your baby to those thicker purees, you can move on to introducing these small soft lumps. And there's no right or wrong in how quickly you do this or what age you do this at. Um, It will really vary depending on baby to baby. Um, So think about how your baby is responding to those purees initially um, and whether they need a little bit more time to practice that skill to really get to grips with manipulating those thick purees around their mouth Um, and if they're struggling with that you can add a little bit more fluid if you want to so you can add um, some express breast milk if you're breastfeeding you could add some of baby's usual formula milk if you're using formula milk or if your baby is older than six months you can actually use some whole cow's milk so some blue top cow's milk just to loosen those textures up a little bit if your baby is struggling with thick purees. However, if your baby gets on really well with those thick purees that sit up on the spoon and they're really practicing those skills, they're able to manipulate the food around a lot with their tongue. Their tongue is moving laterally from side to side and across the midline a little bit, across the center of their mouth. Then that's a good indication that they are developing more and more feeding skills and we can start to progress them forward a little bit more with textures, which means that you might introduce some of those more mashed foods where there's a little bit of of small soft lumps in there. So we're adding more and more texture. Now, these lumpy foods will feel very different in your baby's mouth. So another new texture for them to get used to, another new texture for them to learn how to manipulate in the mouth. And once again, it's very normal for your baby to take some time getting used to this texture. Um, And you may, if you haven't done so already, you may find that introducing finger foods alongside those mashed foods at this point could be a really great way to help desensitize your baby's mouth to lumps, encourage 
knowledge and, and allow the opportunity to practice that chewing skill and to practice the coordination of the tongue and the jaw together. Um, so by all means, you don't don't feel that you have to um, just offer one of those types of textures and stick to that. You can combine things. You can add include finger foods alongside your purees and alongside the mash food as a way of giving your baby lots of different tools to practice the skills that they need and actually it can be really interesting to offer a variety of textures um, and see just gauge which one actually your baby prefers and that will really give you a lot of information and a lot of feedback about where to take this and how quickly to take this progression of textures so um as a summary um of what we've talked about so far um first textures can include purees or soft finger foods for your baby depending on what route you want to go down and if you're offering purees it's important to try to ensure that you include some thicker purees that will encourage that movement of the tongue from one side of the mouth to the other and a little bit of coordination of the tongue and the jaw and the best way of giving your baby the tools needed to practice the manipulation of this food in their mouth Um, and remember that practice makes perfect Um, and it can take some time and the important thing is to go at your baby's pace Um, and from from those first textures you can move on to lumpier textures when you when you feel your baby is ready um, to move on with those textures Um, consistently driving that progression with textures forward um, and not kind of getting stuck on those smooth or or runnier purees for too long will support your baby's feeding development Um, and it can be really helpful to understand that this is not always a linear pathway so we're not always expecting it to go you know in in a linear direction and for them to consistently be making progress it's absolutely fine and it's absolutely normal for your baby to take two step forwards with their texture progression and then one step back or even three steps back and your baby might need different textures at different times depending on what else is going on you know things like illness or developmental stages or how well they are adapting to the the taste and the other sensory input of solid food will all determine how quickly your baby moves through this um this texture progression uh, and their weaning journey so don't worry if it feels like your little one is going very slowly don't worry if it feels like you've made a little bit of progress but then they've dropped backwards with textures at times the important thing is to respond to your baby's cues remember all those sort of the, the, the technicality and the skills behind feeding and how challenging that is for them and if they need to you can um, make those textures a little bit easier for them when they need it and then when they are ready to move on again you can drive that texture progression forwards by offering thicker purees and eventually lumpier ones and using those finger feeds to support you in helping to desensitize the mouth to lumps and practice that biting in those chewing skills Um, and like I said finger foods are perfectly suitable from six months onwards and can be a great way to encourage that independence and to give them a bit more control 
um, at overfeeding, but also to give them some really useful tools to practice those very complex feeding skills. Um, so gauge what is right for your baby um, and try to drive things forward, but expect there to be changes along the way. Um, and please do, if you are interested in um, more information about the finger foods, um, specifically more about the kind of gagging versus choking um part of that um please do look out for our episode um which discusses everything you need to know about finger foods in a lot more detail which will be coming later on in this series um but thank you so much for joining us on this uh, episode talking all about first textures i hope you have found it useful um, and i look forward to seeing you on the next episode